Hello and welcome to Dear Fandom, where everything you like is terrible, especially the things I like. And that's okay. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about uh, my, I think it's, I think it wins in terms of like my favorite uh, overarching series. So like with Hillary, that's, uh, I was going to say it's Kingdom Hearts. It's not Kingdom Hearts. It's Harry Potter. Mine is Kingdom Hearts. Yes. And this is Megan, by the way. I'm Hillary. Oh yeah. That's the thing about Kingdom Hearts. You forget everything because it's. Memories is a big, you know, like, you know how, like, retconning is a thing, like, in a lot of, like, TV shows, movies, video games, cinema, comic how they, books. How they fucking retcon the entirety of X3, they're like, it didn't happen. For for Kingdom Hearts, they just kind of dig deep into, like, being like, all right, yes, I know we've said the technically before, and that contradicts that point that we had in the last game, but uh, we're going to pretend that didn't happen. Um... <laughs> Uh, so yeah, hi, I'm Megan, and we're just gonna talk about. So this is like a base introduction to Kingdom oh, Hearts. Yeah, absolutely. Because there's no way I can go over the entirety of this series. It started in 2002. Uh, two, yeah, 2002. So the first Ki- Kingdom Hearts game, Kingdom Hearts, uh, was released for the PlayStation 2 in 2002. So this works out really well if you're not if you're bad with numbers because there's just a lot of twos all in one. Um, and, and it was created by uh, Tetsuya Nomura, who is pretty well known for uh, the Final Fantasy games. Uh, it was one of my first video games for PlayStation. Uh, I didn't have a PlayStation to like PlayStation before this one. I had a PlayStation Two as my first game, first system, and uh, it was uh, it was it, it was the first of its kind. It combined the Disney universe, specifically all their animated films. I mean, it was 2002. They weren't doing a lot of CGI back then, mm-hmm. and. Um, they combine the Disney animated universe with the Final Fantasy universe. So uh, the, the basic story of the first game is it's the hero's journey, the monomyth. Uh, you go through, uh, so your main character is Sora. He, he has a challenge. He overcomes that challenge. He meets many obstacles along the road. He has these tests and trials that he has to overcome. Um, he has to seize the sword. And eventually he has a journey, like he, he overcomes these challenges and he has the journey back home. So Kingdom Hearts is very self-contained. If you, It's the only Kingdom Hearts game you're going to play. I, I tell you to play Kingdom Hearts because it's very self-contained and you you do want to know more, but uh, I would tell you that's a bad idea. Um, <laughs> um, just a sidebar, if you want to get more into the hero's journey aspect of this, uh, we highly recommend you check out the Unraveled episode on Kingdom Hearts because it goes way, way more into There's like that. so many other places that have tried to unravel or like there's uh, there's the Polygon, you know, um, Brian David Gilbert episode. There's been several uh, episodes on YouTube. I just, where think, I just think his is hilarious. His is great. I can tell you that the best people to explain Kingdom Hearts are uh, fully grown adults because we've been into this series since we were children. (laughs) I cannot wait for you to get into this because, like, I vaguely know about it. But yes. I don't know so, so it's uh, so like I said, it's the it's the first game is the monomyth, and you're you're you play as the protagonist Sora, which isn't the case for every Kingdom Hearts game, but it is the case for the first Kingdom Hearts game. Uh, you are located on an island called Destiny Islands. Uh, you uh, your island gets devoured, like developed by darkness, or whatever devoured by darkness. Um, you have two friends, uh, Riku and Kairi. Riku's the boy, Kairi's the girl. Uh, Riku kind of goes off on a separate path, kind of toes this line between darkness and light, though in the first game it's very heavily, like, on the dark side. We're, we're kind of talking, like, Luke Skywalker and, like, the Empire Strikes Back type of, kind of darkness. You know, like, he was good all along, but he had to pretend to be bad. And then Kyrie is there, uh, and she, she's, she's around. She does some stuff. <laughs> 
Uh, Hayden Panettiere voiced her. That's some. That's impressive, right? Okay. Um, so she would so later, so she would what? later go on to get a misspelled tramp stamp. So that's. <laughs> I actually did not know that about Hayden Panettiere, but I can tell you that she has since been replaced uh, in the Kingdom Hearts universe because she's too famous, I guess. And or... she's also thirty. <laughs> that did not. Okay, Haley Joel Osment and David Gallagher are the voices of Riku and Kyrie. Riku and Kyrie. Riku and Sora. Sora and Riku. Uh, Haley Joel Osment is the voice of Sora. David Gallagher is. I think it's David Gallagher Jr. is the voice of uh, Riku. And um, they were teenagers. Like, I think David Gallagher was like 17 when he voiced Riku, or maybe 16. And uh, Haley Joel Osment was like 14. And now Haley Joel Osment is in his 30s, and David Gallagher is also in his 30s. And guess what? <laughs> They're still voicing those characters. Man, uh, you know, uh, it, sometimes it's hard, because, you know, continuing to be an actor after you've been a successful child actor. The look who's talking now money just isn't coming in for him. Uh, secondhand oh. lions didn't so do so great for Haley Joel. Please yes. don't come after me, Haley Joel. I love you so much. Um, yeah, so, that, that's American Buffalo didn't do too well on Broadway. Yeah, are you kidding me? A play about a nickel? Who would have thought? <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, so getting back to the story. So Kingdom Hearts uh, it introduces these three characters. Uh, Sora interacts with uh, the the two main Disney characters that Sora interacts with are Donald and Goofy, and I when I tell you it's it's phenomenal, and and we're talking like Bill Farmer Goofy, like we're not we're not talking about like they they like Disney was like let's just put this off to the side and let ne- like, you know not let the legitimate Disney voice actors near it. Bill Farmer is Goofy, and he has been in every single Kingdom Hearts game, uh, and it's amazing because it's just like it, it, this is just as the games go along, it just becomes the most convoluted anime plotline in the fucking world and you just hear <laughs> and you're like yeah it's good this is great this is so good um okay so uh it, without going too much into detail over like the entire plot line and lore of kingdom hearts because that's uh we don't have 18 hours for we, a seminar al- at this moment we also have a lot to get into because there are a lot of games there so. are so uh and there are, so i'm gonna go over the releases of the games okay. so basically uh these are this is the release order so this is the order in which it came out and for what system it came out and uh, the year, basically. I, I don't need, you don't need to know the exact month and day. Uh, so, for instance, starts off with Kingdom Hearts, released in 2002 okay. for the PlayStation 2. Okay. The next game in the uh, in the series was Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. It came out for Game Boy Advance. Uh, I believe it was released in the late 2004 area. Okay. Um, it could have been mid-2004. And then it was remade for PlayStation 2 called Rechain of Memories, because um, on Game Boy Advance, obviously, they're limited by the graphics that Game Boy Advance is able to have. So it's all very, um, you know, uh, pixelated, and, and art form is, is a lot different than the PlayStation. Uh, just to give you guys a heads up, Game Boy and PlayStation are owned by two different companies. This is going to be a common theme. Oh, Next game is I... Kingdom Hearts 2. That one came out in 2005, actually 2006. Yes, 2006. Okay. Uh, that was for the PlayStation 2 as well. Um, and then then there's Kingdom Hearts. Is this... Oh, okay. No, no, no. We're not... I'm not, Technically, I have to count this, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to count it as recoded. So we're going to put that down in the list a little bit further. Um, okay. So, okay. So next in the list is Kingdom Hearts 358 over two days. What the... And, what? 
Exactly. What is, what is that? That is that is exactly the amount of time that Roxas is... Cre- so th- there's literally no way for me, as a fan of Kingdom Hearts, to describe how, what the story of Kingdom Hearts is in like a, in 45 minutes is the equivalent of Charlie Day in that episode of It's Always Sunny where he's like talking about blaming Carol for all this shit. Oh and everyone's God. like, you sound fucking crazy, Charlie. Fucking exactly. Peppa, Peppa Silva. <laughs> exactly. That's literally... that. This is why I'm like, okay, so we've got Kingdom Hearts 350. 58 over two just keep uh, moving okay. <laughs> um, okay okay yeah all right i will no, i will no longer ask for explanation so that that game uh there was this was this was the first game uh for the nintendo ds uh and this has Wait, to do nintendo nintendo n- so nintendo and game boy advance are actually owned by the same company okay, okay. nintendo <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry <laughs> okay listen listen i uh, my brother got a playstation when he was like 13 and i was nine we played lara croft on it for a week and then he broke it that's my that's my extent I, with video games. I, I can tell you that um for me so I have a PlayStation 2, a Nintendo 64, I had a Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy SP, Nintendo DS, Nintendo DS Lite, and a Nintendo 3DS. And I use none of them. Well, technically, the Nintendo DS and the DS Lite both broke. Uh, but the 3DS is still kicking. Um. <laughs> okay, so I will let you get back to the... I was just, like, explaining the fact that I just oh, yeah, I, no jack shit I am very that. aware that, that, that this is something that, like, in terms of this series, it's, it's, it's just something that you've got to either own 10 million different systems or uh i hope you really like reading wikipedia um, <laughs> lucky for me i do <laughs> so that so the nintendo um so the kingdom hearts 358 over 2 was released for ds in 2010 yeah uh then it was the kingdom hearts birth by sleep which was released for the psp birth this is so where there's a I, I I truly could not begin to tell tell you what birth by sleep means. It's a great <laughs> fucking game though. Um, okay. I it, I don't own it for PSP. I own it um, as part of a. Okay, well, I actually I'm going to confuse you if I continue to talk about my personal relationships to these games. <laughs> okay. So then after Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, which was released in 2010, uh, then we have Kingdom Hearts Recoded, which is. Uh, Released for Nintendo DS um, in 2011. Okay. Then, now here's where we're getting confusing. Um, so, no, yeah, okay. So, then we have Kingdom Hearts uh, Key, Kingdom Hearts Uncained, Unchained Key, and Kingdom Hearts Dark Road, and Kingdom Hearts Union Cross. And there's, like, 15 titles within this one, like, specific uh, subset of Kingdom Hearts. And it is a mobile game for your phone. Uh, and it's, uh, that's, I, I, I can't give you the story until I go through the timeline. Once I go through the timeline, I'll give you the story. But that was for your phone. No, it's, yeah, it's fine. I wish you could see my face right now. <laughs> I really do, too. That came out in 2013. Now, Kingdom Hearts Key is different from the previous games in the, in the trilogy, in the trilogy, in the series, because it, uh... I'm letting you know these all sound like the names of, like, small English towns. I mean, thank you. Um, So uh, this, but this is all, so it was originally released for PC, like you played it on your computer, and then it kind of um, moved over to a mobile game, and it was a game that released updates, kind of, I I mean, akin to, like, like the DLC content that's released for a lot of games like mm-hmm. PlayStation and things like that, but except this was your, for your phone. Then, after a long hiatus between uh, Kingdom Hearts Key or Unchained Key, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 eventually came out. But between Kingdom Hearts Key and Kingdom Hearts 3, um, realizing how this sounds, and I'm going to stop. <laughs> okay. You had, you had three different 
uh, remixes. So in Japan, what they would do is you they would remake, not remake, but re-release Kingdom Hearts and Kingdom Hearts 2, and they'd uh, they'd add more content, they add more cutscenes, they add more lore. So what happened in America? So in 2014, I believe. Uh, sorry, end of 2013, um, beginning of 2014, they uh, they released Kingdom Hearts um, 1.5. And that contained uh, the first Kingdom Hearts game, Kingdom Hearts 358 over 2, and Rechain of Memories. And basically, uh, that just included uh, a movie version of 358 over 2 okay. uh, because it was for DS and they couldn't upgrade it to uh, PlayStation 3 because it came out for the PS3. Mm-hmm. And then Kingdom Hearts Final Mix and Kingdom Hearts Rechain of Memories were just re- redos of... Well, not redos. It was just um, the Rechain of Memories was a higher quality version of the Game Boy game that you could actually play. Uh, and then Final Mix just included more cutscenes, more lore, more things for the fan base to absorb and, and wait for the next game. Then uh, a couple years later, uh, sorry, a year later, they released Kingdom Hearts 2.5 Remix, which includes Kingdom Hearts 2, Kingdom Hearts... Uh, oh, I'm definitely forgetting some games. But I'm they're, they're go- this is... <laughs> There's a lot of games, guys. You don't understand. I'm also pregnant, and I'm trying to remember everything. No, it's okay. I'm just saying, so, like, oh my god, these are like this is like 27 games. So the next one is 2.5 Remix, and that includes Kingdom Hearts 2, Recoded, and Birth by Sleep. Now, Recoded and Birth by Sleep were, um, sorry, Recoded was an, was similar to uh, 358 over 2 in the sense that it was just a bunch of cutscenes. It basically gave you the idea of the game. You didn't need to play it, but if you wanted to watch it, you could. Uh, Birth by Sleep was for PSP, so they just kind of ported it and made it more fancy and amazing for uh, for the PlayStation 3 slash PlayStation 4. Yeah. And the same thing with Kingdom Hearts 2, the final mix. It was just more, more cutscenes and things like that. Mm-hmm. Then, after that, it was Kingdom Hearts 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue. You know, like, that's yeah, a sentence. Sure. That's a sentence for a okay. game. Like, you know, like, you know how Shakespeare used to do Hamlet 2.0, 1764, my favorite year, the one time prologue, don't go to sleep. It's like a really concise title. You get everything. Um, so this one includes Kingdom Hearts uh, 3D, <laughs> Dream Drop Distance, which was actually for the Nintendo 3DS, but they had actually made it for the PlayStation 4. So they upgraded it to the PlayStation 4, and that was the full playable game. And you also had uh, Kingdom Hearts Back Cover, which was a movie. It's about an hour long, and it's just, um, it's all the the, the main events that happened in Kingdom Hearts Key. I'm hearing myself talking like this, and I'm like, someone needs to put me down. (laughs) And then you have Kingdom Hearts... 0.2, 0.2, Birth by no. Sleep, A Fragmentary <laughs> Passage, which is um, a prequel to Kingdom Hearts 3, which is in fact a prequel. So basically, what I, this is so many words for me to say, guys. If you wanted a reason to not play Kingdom Hearts, this is the podcast for you. <laughs> and then what they've been doing is they've just been repackaging all this shit and reselling it to every one of the fan base and we're like god damn it i guess i need it all in one place though um because they've re-released uh uh, what's called 1.5 and 2.5 in the same collection then they released um 1.5 and 2.5 in hd uh then they released the story so far which was every game including 2.8 and then they released the all-in-one package which also included kingdom hearts 3 and the dlc so oh wait i'm not done yet we're we're up to kingdom hearts 3 now Uh, so now we're at kingdom hearts 3 okay good and that's that's 2019 that's last year 
And Kingdom Hearts 3, at the beginning of this year, came out with uh, DLC, which is technically a part of Kingdom Hearts 3, but we count it because it's kind of a separate story. Uh, not separate, but additional story. And that's called Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind. And now they've actually just announced uh, a new game uh, for the Switch called uh, Melody of Memory, and that is a rhythm game, which is just great because now I have to spend 55 to $60 on a game which is just going to be a rehash of the same 17 pieces of shit that I've already fucking played except there could be like an hour worth of lore in there so I need it. Listen girl I have sympathy for you <laughs> I have bought every pretty much every single like extra book that Joe Rowling has put out like Beetle, like Beetle the Bard fucking cursed child you gotta get it all but here's the thing so with with a book at least you can buy a book and go okay i will read this at some point with kingdom hearts they're like hey do you have 17 systems to play these six individual games and you're like i don't really but i would appreciate if you could put them all on the same um, disc and they're like yeah it's not good it's such a blatant like Okay, hearing all of this, like, I feel like my brain just went into galaxy mode and I'm just sort of, like, <laughs> kind of, That's... like, floating. But this is such an obvious cash grab. It's, like, unbelievable. Like, they're not even, like, hiding it. <laughs> I mean, no, no. I mean, if they were trying to hide it, they'd, they'd do something like, I don't know, remake Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's so mean. Anyway. No, it's not. It's a throwback to our second episode, everyone. <laughs> anyway. So uh, so now we're going along the chronology, and I'm just going to give you, like, as, as concise a synopsis as I can about each game, now that you know exactly how many there are and what the fucking point of all this shit is so starts it starts the the the, there's um so kingdom hearts is in fact not the start of kingdom hearts the series the first game in the kingdom hearts series is kingdom hearts key which is set between it's actually not established i believe it's a thousand years before the events of kingdom hearts but it could be up to ten thousand years before the events of kingdom hearts and uh the, the general story of kingdom hearts key is it's the lead up to the keyblade war which is this one big like you know, the assassination of Franz Ferdinand type shit. Yeah. Uh, like, it, it, it's the chain of events that kind of gives everything else in the rest of the series its, like, depth and its its, its nuance. Because the King, the Keyblade War was something that occurred thousands of years ago. They never give you an, a specific date. And uh, the, the reason it occurred was, uh, you know, greediness, uh, wanting to have power, darkness corrupting, all this stuff. And uh, that sounds familiar. Yeah. I mean, listen, you're going to hear the word darkness about 300 more times in the next 16 minutes. So get ready. Um, And and the Keyblade War occurs. Uh, There is so much more to Kingdom Hearts Key and Kingdom Hearts uh, um, Back Cover and Kingdom Hearts Union Cross and all this shit that it's it's just so hard to specifically say in one podcast. But I can tell you it is it is the equivalent of the Cimmerillion to uh, Lord of the Rings. Okay. It's all this, this backstory that informs what all the current plot lines going on. This is the world in which it grew up. Um, like, so, okay. So next, skip forward uh, anywhere between 980 years to 9,980 years, and we're into the events of Birth by Sleep. Uh, oh, wait, no, they actually just added a new game. Sorry, I gotta include what? that. Oh. So, <laughs> hold on. So, <laughs> It's called Kingdom Hearts Dark Road, and that is actually right, 
before Birth by Sleep. That takes place about 60 to 60 years before Birth by Sleep. And uh, that's just about, uh, so there's a villain in the game, his name's Xehanort, uh, and it's kind of about him as a teenager, going to school, things like that. I haven't played this game. I will watch the recaps on YouTube and let you guys know. Um, yeah. <laughs> and by let you guys, I mean Hillary and my husband, who are just going to sit there and go, that sounds interesting. And I'll go, I know, wait, let me tell you again. Ventus is the imposter. <laughs> <laughs> ventricle is the impasta okay <laughs> okay so after dark road we skip ahead now uh, another 60 years into 10 years before the events of the first kingdom hearts so sora is in fact alive riku is alive Kyrie is alive we're all the main three characters are now part of the game story but not playable so birth by sleep focuses on three keyblade uh warriors i guess is the right word um three keyblade wielders you have aqua terra and ventus and uh i have no idea what their names could be at all like it's so weird that they're just you know (laughs) (laughs) um aqua's a girl ventus is a a little tiny baby boy and terra is is the most beautiful thing i've ever seen in my life but you'll be hearing me say that a lot in the next few minutes Um, (laughs) and it's just about these three um they have a master named master ericus who is voiced by mark hamill in this game and also uh Rutger, not Rutger Hauer, Rutger Hauer is somebody else. Um, Leonard Nimoy voices uh, Xehanort. So if you wanted any reason to like play Kingdom Hearts, I'd start with Birth by Sleep and you'll get to enjoy some really quality Mark Hamill, Leonard Nimoy scenes. That's okay. That's honestly, that's a bonus. Like I would, I probably would engage like horrendously primitively with like this just watching all of the uh er, just watching all of the mark hamill leonard nimoy scenes well leonard nimoy's gonna be in a lot more of the game than mark hamill is mark hamill's character uh is only in this game and then he appears again in uh, kingdom hearts 3 but leonard nimoy is your big bad uh he's the he's the overarching villain for the rest of these games so it's just about uh there's the so Ventus is the youngest of the three. He doesn't really, uh, you know, do anything with regards to becoming a Keyblade Master. But it's Aqua and Terra. They're taking the Keyblade Master, the Mark of Mastery. And uh, the, the course of the game is basically the, the start, the spread of this darkness that Xehanort has. Um, you, you see, you know, the, the people that he's working with, different kinds of apprentices. Uh, and basically, this all culminate... Cul- accumulates in uh, a battle uh, which was like a, like a semi keyblade war if it was between eight people so you know like a, a keyblade street fight um, so, so basically like civil war like basically yes like. yeah like civil war kind of so uh it all accumulates in this fight and what happens is uh ventus he it's not that he dies no one will die in this series when i say someone dies i mean like their heart goes away for you know use at a later time come back in a few games guys this is disney no one dies here um so ventus his heart like disappears and basically his heart goes into sora aqua is thrust into the realm of darkness oh no i'll tell you everyone survives there you're fine mickey mouse was alive in the realm of darkness so we're safe um and then literally there's no elaboration i'm giving you none Um, (laughs) and then tara is in fact so xehanort's uh so xehanort as you get you know leonard nimoy voices him so he's an old man he's in his 80s i believe Mm -hmm. so uh xehanort's getting older and he's like i can't take over you know i can't control the world with darkness if i'm old so he takes over tara's body and he takes on the name xehanort you know like a real deep cover (laughs) 
And uh, so Xehanort has these, says some very uh, recognizable features. He's got tan skin, white hair, and yellow eyes. So when he takes over Terra's body, he gets tan skin, white hair, and yellow eyes. And uh, at the end of the at the end of the game. Terra ends up in front of Hollow Bastion, which is sorry, Radiant Garden, Radiant Garden, which is like a, a, a like an area that uh, that Xehanort was in at some point, and uh, current like Terra Xehanort. There's I, I literally I, like in my head, I'm like, Megan, you just just give up. You're not going to explain this correctly. Nobody's going to understand except the, the six people who like Kingdom Hearts. Listen, I I think the real merit. It's it's not about where you go. It's, it's the friends you make along the, the way. The friends you make along the way, which is also the, the the story, the the moral of Kingdom Hearts. But point is, is that so? Uh, Terra Xehanort, Crash Lands in Radiant Garden. Um, Ansem the Wise, who in this in this game is not played by Christopher Lee because he had died at this point, but Christopher Lee will appear in Kingdom Hearts too. So we're getting there, but in a few minutes. Um, yeah. So and then he just he becomes an apprentice of this guy named Ansem the Wise. Uh, all right. Next, technically, I have to say that a fragmentary passage is the next one in the series, but it's not. It's like technically occurring, and so you know how like whenever a movie has to deal with like time travel and timelines, and you're like, okay, so first of all, do you have you ha- do you have any acid on you? LSD? How many tabs? Two? Could you do two? And like some shrooms as well, because I'm going to explain some shit, and you're going to not understand unless you've got some galaxy brain going on. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I've already transcended there, like just from the sheer list of the games that you exactly. Describes. It's great. So, so a fragmentary passage me. is just is is <sighs> the easiest way I can explain it is a fragmentary passage takes place over the course of ten years. However, in the realm of darkness, time doesn't move the same way. So, ten years in the in the realm of darkness is more like I don't know the course of. 48 minutes i don't know like 16 days who knows it's just not a long period of time in the the realm of darkness so fragmentary passage while it does take place over 10 years it's uh it's it's in a very short period of time oh it's like interstellar that's it because you know how in interstellar they're all on that planet of the water and they're like oh no i just lost 16 years like that's basically it you just spoiled that entire movie i I, honestly truly there's i I wish I could concisely spoil the movie, but there's no concise spoiling. I'd be like, all right, do you have 45 minutes and acid? Because we're oh, about like to get this. all right, all right, all right. <laughs> okay, yeah. So so time, so it's basically like a Doctor Who deal. Like they like blip somewhere and then suddenly like 40 years has passed or something like that. Exactly, except Aqua is in the same place the entire time 10 years passes and she doesn't age. Okay. So not at all what you just described, I don't think. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't watch Doctor Who. Damn. Um, so, Harsh so, then, vibes. so then after that, kind of at the same time, is the is the story of Kingdom Hearts. So you have Sora. He's on Destiny Islands. The darkness devours his island. Him, Riku, Kairi get separated. Uh, he meets Donald and Goofy. Donald and Goofy are looking for Mickey. Um, Sora goes to the different Disney worlds. We've got Alice. We've got uh, we've got Alice. We've got Peter Pan. We've got. Um, Jack Skellington. We've got all these different characters that he's, you know, pops to and from. Then he goes to um, Hollow Bastion, which is not a Di- which is not a Disney property at that moment. Now it is. Um, and then uh, and then he the so the the evil the, the main vi- villains of this game are the Disney villains. So you've got like Ursula, Scar, Jafar, Hades. Hades appears a lot. Um, and then Maleficent is leading this group of people, which is truly honestly your best choice because everyone else is incompetent as fuck. 
and and uh, Maleficent is uh, mostly just concerned with darkness. I mean, it, I I didn't get that feeling from her. She likes a lot of light colors, you know. She's very oh, yeah. spring, you can tell. So she, she's very spring. She absolutely does not turn into a giant black fucking dragon. Like, no, no. You know? And in fact, she doesn't breathe fire as that black no. dragon. It's more like a flower petals, you know? It's beautiful. It's great. Um, <laughs> so, and then she's teamed up with uh, Ansem. Not the Ansem that I just previously told you about, who's voiced by Christopher Lee. This one's voiced by Billy Zane. And he's different. So, as you can tell, Christopher Lee and Billy Zane are different ages. Therefore, these two characters are different ages. Oh, my God. I'm <laughs> And Thanks. Billy Zane was never in anything again. The end. <laughs> Not allowed. Okay, sorry. No. So. That, that, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Hillary's sitting here like, oh my god, are we halfway through? And I want to tell you, no. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be a long one, guys. <laughs> okay, just to try and like speed it up. Sora wins. Yay! Ansem's defeated. Darkness is light. Oh, okay. That's uh, that made a lot of sense. Okay, next chain of memories. I literally touched on none of the plot. Um, no. Chain of memories. That this takes place immediately after the events of Kingdom Hearts, and Sora, and uh, Donald and Goofy are just walking along a path in some, in some field somewhere. You know, as you do, and uh, and and some hooded figure comes along and and. And then that's that's basically Sora's like, hey, and then he follows the hooded figure to this big castle called Castle Oblivion, which, you know, seems seems like a safe location to be in. And uh, yeah. and so Sora, Donald and Goofy go into this castle. <laughs> I will. OK, I'm never, ever going to get over the fact that it's like Sora. OK, like Faye anime boy, Donald Duck and Goofy. <laughs> I will never be over it. Goofy, who has known the intimate touch of a woman enough to have had he her give birth. known a woman biblically. He has known a woman biblically. It's, it's upsetting my head to think about it, so I can't say the words. So, they I'm go sorry, into this castle. Sorry. And when I, when I tell you that the plot of Chain of Memories is just, hey, remember all those worlds we did in the first Kingdom Hearts? And then you're like, yeah. And then yeah. he's like, fucking do it again. And... <laughs> And the plot is that you go through each level of the castle. And each level of the castle is the same level as you played in the first game. The only the only difference is, the kicker is, is that as you go up each progressive level, you, you lose your memories. Hence, the chain of memories. And this is all being undone ah. by Namine, who is uh, somebody that I will explain in the next couple of synopses of the games. And Namine is, is undoing all your memories and rearranging them and kind of fucking with your brain a lot. Uh, and uh, Naminé is being explained to this, like, this is being forced to do this because there's these big bad guys named uh, Organization 13, who uh, their entire, they're basically Team Rocket, is the easiest way I can explain to this. <laughs> and uh, we've got Jesse and James um, doing some, sh like, you know, some, like, uh, prepare for trouble, make a double. And then there's this guy named Vexen, who we're going to call Meowth. And is uh, the only, like, you know how, like, Meowth is, like, the kind of voice of reason? And Meowth's like, I don't even know if this is a great idea. Vexen's, like, almost in the exact same way, except, like, ten times more whiny. And I'm really smart. So almost the exact same thing as Meowth. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So you go up the levels. You lose your memories. Oh, no, I lost my memories. What do I do? Guess I got to fight Jesse and James. And you do fight Jesse and James, except individually this time, because they're both very strong. Um, 
And just as James Wood, his power in, in Kingdom Hearts is flowers, and Jesse's is lightning, because, you know, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and then you beat James, and uh, then you see Naminé, and Naminé's like, hi, yeah, I totally fucked around with your memories, so we're going to have to put you in a bubble for two years, or a year, I don't know, some, something like that. we got to rebuild your memories, though. And uh, Sora's like, okay, and just literally accepts it immediately. Like, no question whatsoever. Donald and Goofy are like, great, awesome, love this idea. <laughs> um, and it's just exciting that he's uh, really just, just like, I, I <laughs> like, I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh man, whew, I've spent money on these games. I spent money on the Game Boy Advance game. I literally bought the Game Boy Advance game with Christmas money my mom had given me to spend on my sister. Okay. She's got to sit in that shame for a moment. Is that the first time you've told anyone that? I mean, I've told myself that in a diary. (laughs) (laughs) That was very big of you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Now, Caitlin will know. In the year 2007, I, in fact, sorry, it was, yeah, no, I already played Kingdom Hearts 2. The year 2007, I got myself Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories with her Christmas money. I'm sorry, girl. (laughs) Um, So... Then, the other half of Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories, <laughs> you oh thought I was done. No, I'm not. <laughs> so at the same moment, Riku's there. And Riku's, instead of going up the levels, Riku is, in fact, going further and further down into the basement. And uh, he's not losing his memories. Uh, I think, uh, you know what? I'm really not sure what Riku's doing most of the time. I think he's just angry a lot. Like, you know, like, picture your most angsty 16-year-old that you can, specifically one who's got, like, a real big love for Hot Topic, and also, like, uh, just happens to be visited by the ghost of Ansem that they all killed. Yeah, like, that's basically, like, how he's operating. So he's just going through the levels, being haunted by, um, you know, uh, Ansem's ghost, and, like, there's these two guys it i'm literally trying to think of like the uh the, the team rocket equivalent of uh of zexion and lex Le- Leaxis. i don't know how to say his name um i'm gonna call them butch and cassidy and uh that's gonna be it and you know like in the same way in the same way butch and cassidy are absolutely unmemorable and, and all they do is is you know just slightly less good versions of like like in terms of memorability as team rocket except they're slightly more effective at their job yeah, it's basically what these two are. And, uh, oh, yeah, Riku gets to the bottom level, beats everybody, and then he has to beat Ansem. Okay. And then he comes in contact with... Oh, my God. I'm literally... I'm sitting here, and I'm like, oh, my God, is this marathon over yet? So he comes in contact with Ansem, who's dressed up as this guy who's, like, really into, like, lots of straps and, and like, fabric. And his name is Diz. And you're like, this is Ansem. And he's like, yeah, but I want to be called Diz. It stands for darkness and zero. God, you don't even fucking understand. And then he, like, flips his hair. Except his head is wrapped in cloth, so he flips, like, one of the little fabric thingies. And and that's the end of Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. Now we skip ahead to Kingdom Hearts 358 over 2. And uh, I'm going to tell you exactly what 358 over 2 means. Okay, I'm I'm allowed to know now. Now you're allowed to know. So, when when Sora entered the bubble and Naminé was like, I'm going to fix your memories right back up. Uh, (laughs) It's, uh, so... Basically, Riku, like, at that same moment was finishing up with the basement and, and Diz came out and, and they all, like, kind of coordinated together and they're all like, oh, we got to fix Sora. And uh, the solution to fix Sora was um, put him in a bubble, trap his memories and, like, figure out how to rearrange them. And in the same, in the same moment, uh, while they're all figuring out how to fix Sora, Organization 13 is, is off in, in uh, wherever the fuck Organization 13 fucks off to. Um, the world that never was, you know. 
right next to Hollow Bastion, right in the never-ending story universe. Um, uh, this, this is so much. <laughs> this is so much, and we literally have a few games left to go. Um, so, raw, uh, I literally, I'm like sitting here and I'm like, there's no succinct way that I can explain this game. Like, and I'll be like, so now we introduce Roxas, who is in fact Sora's nobody. And the re- what a nobody is, is... Uh, 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 <laughs> just, just say it. Just say it. It's so, okay. okay. So <laughs> when somebody loses their heart, quote unquote, their heart becomes heartless. And their body, like their soul, their shell left over, becomes a nobody. So the reason Roxas is formed is because in the events of Kingdom Hearts 1, Sora becomes a heartless in order to save Kyrie. For some reason, she's going to be saved in every game she's in. So don't you worry. The reasons are numerous and many. Ch- pick your pick your one. Like, is she in danger? Is she dead? Does she need to be resurrected? Is her heart trapped inside somebody? Just pick out darkness and heart and Kyrie and rearrange those three and you'll figure out exactly why you're saving her in this game. so roxas is created at some point and you know after sora becomes a heartless and um 358 over 2 stands for the amount of days that roxas exists before sora's memories are all built back together i guess is the best way i can describe this um so he exists as as a thing for uh for a year, about almost a year. Arr. And uh, Ro- Roxas is, uh, you know, is voiced by the anti Haley Joel Osment, Jesse McCartney. <laughs> oh my God. Oh it's my so God. great. <laughs> so good. Then um, you meet the other members of Organization 13. You've got Zemnis, you've got Zigbar, you've got Zaladin, you've got uh, uh, Axel, Syx, Bragg. Nope, Bragg is not it. Sorry, Bragg is somebody else. Um, I need to do a line of cocaine to get me through the rest of this. <laughs> I'm like, there's so many. And, and like, what's so really... The worst part is that there's another character named Shion, who is the 14th member of Organization 13. Roxas is the 13th member of Organization 13. And if you had a 14th member, I feel like you'd need to change your name. Uh, <laughs> no, but Organization 13 sounds so cool. It does. It absolutely does. So Shion is also Sora. Roxas is Sora too. Shion is Sora, but but different Sora. I mean, um, stronger. <laughs> there's this. So the reason Shion exists is because Tetsuya Nomura was like, "Hey, I got a really great idea to fuck with the fandom for the next six years. Are you ready?" <laughs> oh God! Yes. I literally, I, I could not explain to you why Shion exists to this day. I don't. I mean, I'm certain that somebody will email me a, a, a the 17,000 page article of why Shion exists and why she's important. And yep, that's that's good for them. I don't care. She's there. She exists. She's kind of sad so, too. So Everyone's kind of sad. Just to drift into, if I may, just to drift into literature for a second. Yeah. Um, believe it or not, um, this uh, the sort of nobodies like is very reminiscent of a book written by Kazuo Ishiguro called Never Let Me Go, which is about people who are bred specifically for like organ harvesting, and they're sort of like they they're clones, and like they don't like they don't matter like they're just kind of like they're but they exist they have human emotions they feel they like all this stuff but yeah this is what i'm this is just what i'm reminded of i mean so that's so funny because like saying that so in kingdom hearts nobody's that look like people have very strong had very strong hearts or they have like very strong souls because nobody's are mostly 
uh, like weird looking things. Um, I literally could not begin to describe to you what they look like. Like imagine like if you went into like a spirit Halloween, um, like three days after Halloween and like a lot of those deflated shits like just like running around like it's it's just the weirdest looking like Halloween looking things um, and each member of organization 13 controls a different kind of nobody and I I, I I just I'm sitting here and I'm like there's so much I need to say and I'm like that I can't go into it um, we don't have the time we're not even at Kingdom Hearts 2 yet um, you know it's it's okay like we can make this a two part episode if you want sounds great I can tell you the most important thing for you to know, well, for me to know about Kingdom Hearts 358 over 2, is that um, it's, uh, it's what's great is it introduces this character. Actually, it didn't introduce Axel. Axel was or introduced technically in... Uh, I'm going to cry. <laughs> he was introduced <laughs> in Kingdom Hearts through. 2. Um, but this is, so this, this game is great. If you really like... Um, weirdly gay relationships. Uh, I mean, they're 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 going to be in every single game, uh, mostly between Sora and Riku. But this one introduces Roxas and Ka- and not Kyrie. No, Kyrie's never important. Roxas and Axel, and that's just perfect. Who doesn't love uh, Roxas and Axel? Except if you've never played the game, in which case, I, I mean, I don't know. It's, Pumpkin pie is pretty good. Isn't it also, <laughs> isn't it also kind of? I mean, like I know they're ageless and stuff like that. But, like, isn't it, like, kind of an inappropriate relationship? Like- so, technically, Roxas is, like, a year old. Um, but he has the body of Sora, who's 15. Axel is, like... That's a really great question. Axel... Because Axel... It's, it's not... It's never... It has... It definitely has been discussed. Because in Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, that's set 10 years before the events of Kingdom Hearts, the first one. And Kingdom Hearts 2, Axel is like 20-ish, probably. And in Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, he's like a teenager. He's around 15, 16. So I'd say he's like 26, if I had to guess. 24, maybe? Like, between 24 and 26? Uh, But I guess what's so difficult about, like quantifying a relationship between two people who are technically ageless and cannot age uh it's it's i mean this this sounds exactly like those fucking dudes who are like excuse me but even though she looks like a 10 year old she's in fact 307 and you're like okay it's a weird way for you to go around that but (laughs) yeah those i never trust a man who knows a lot about consent laws (laughs) yeah i mean that's the thing about anime though in general and and video games like it made in japan is age is is just the most relative figure you can figure like it's like it's it's unless someone is absolutely a child they'll let you know other than that everything else is fair game yeah i guess i guess um Are you okay? It is just, I'm literally sitting here and I'm like, the lore. There's so much lore that I'm not talking about. I know. Like, believe, we're going to get to it in a second. Holy shit, it's been 41 minutes. (laughs) It has been. been We're not even in Kingdom Hearts 2. All right, then. So I'm just going to save it. I'm going to continue to talk about 358 over 2 for them for like a few seconds. Yeah, talk. continue to talk about it. Yes. Sorry, I I also interrupted you a lot just because I was very, I wanted to comment and stuff, so I'm sorry. You're absolutely fine, because if you didn't interrupt me, this would have been like, Megan, we've been talking for three hours, can you please stop? Like, (laughs) and then, and then then one more gay scene. Um, (laughs) Just one more. So, 358 over two. It's 
It's a lot. It's a lot. It's okay. When I tell you that one of the biggest issues that I have as a fan of Kingdom Hearts is figuring out exactly how many people are inside of Sora. And I mean that in both the literal and metaphorical sense. Dude. <laughs> Honestly, when I say literal, I mean both literally inside of his soul and also what's his relationship like with Riku? <laughs> no, because that's where my mind went. I was like, there's definitely, all I know, like, the basic stuff I know about, like, Kingdom Hearts going into this was basically nothing. But, like, but the fact that, like, naturally there has to be a relationship between Sora and Riku because Kairi is a completely undeveloped character. So, like, obviously there's going to be, like, a dynamic between the two well-written characters of the trio. Yes. Yeah, I mean, they're... they're like, I'm sitting here and I'm like, as, like to go into their relationship, that's like, that's like 17 episodes all in itself. Like, okay, today we're going to dissect that one scene in Kingdom Hearts 2 where uh, Sora and Riku, like, <laughs> but, so when I say there, how many people are inside of Sora, I mean, uh, so as I said in Birth by Sleep, Ventus's heart entered Sora. Then there's Sora, then there's Roxas, then there's Shion. So we're at four right about now in one 14-year-old boy, 15-year-old boy, voiced by Haley Joel Osment, who sees dead people. So honestly, fair. Fair point. Glad we cast him, guys. So who knows how many more are there because of Haley Honestly, if they were to do that in future games, I would literally fly to Japan in the next couple couple of years when it's safe, and then I would be like, excuse me, can I see Tetsuya Nomura? And they'll be like, no, ma'am, you have to have an appointment. And I'll be like, okay, when's the next one? <laughs> it's it's just a lot in terms of in terms of this series everyone who everyone who's like oh i love i love the first kingdom hearts i haven't played it in a while what do you think i should do and i'm like well do you have between two and four weeks of time to research and they're like it, i'm sorry we're talking about kingdom hearts yeah 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 um so it's when was the last kingdom hearts game you played kingdom hearts 2 obviously kingdom hearts 3 comes right after no, my stupid, stupid child, you're wrong. <laughs> you silly, ignorant boy. How dare you? How dare you think that two and three are consecutive? Jesus. This is Kingdom Hearts. It goes, it goes, key, then birth, then birth by sleep, then one, then chain of memories, then 358 over two, then two, then recoded, then redreamed up distance, then 0 0.2, then 3, then Remind, then Melody of Memories. You know, like normal people count. Yeah, and the casual, <laughs> the casual gamer is going to be like, okay, 1, 2, 3, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and I can tell you, if, if you just want to play 1, 2, and 3 uh, for Kingdom Hearts, um... I, I, I really, I, I wouldn't do it, man. It's, it's the equivalent of, like, watching, like, uh, the first, the first one of The Hobbit and then skipping ahead to Return of the King and then going back and being like, ooh, The Hobbit Part 3 sounds good. And those are the three movies you watch to get your idea of what Lord of the Rings is about. Yeah. And you're like, but wait, why is Frodo in this? <laughs> you know? Oh That's ba I mean, it, it, it's, uh, Damn. It's a very confusing plot. It's a very it's a very deep and complex lore. I mean, it is on par with Lord of the Rings in terms of Tetsuya Nomura, um, like like having as big a drawn out universe as J.R.R. Tolkien. Um, except you know, it's it's 
it's just a lot less. I, I feel like J.R.R. Tolkien like sits by you know the fire with a glass of brandy and a cigar, and Tetsuya Nomura is like huddled over a small desk in a coffee shop with a cigarette shaking in his hand and a big can of an energy drink that's half empty, and he's like, I've got to fucking figure out what's next. <laughs> The probably the sort of live action um, equivalent. Obviously, it is far less complex, but um, the live action equivalent I can think of uh, to this is Star Wars. Um, like, yeah, yeah. Like just because they released, they released like four, five, six, one, two, three, and then uh, seven, eight, nine. Which apparently they're gonna fucking retcon, which I think is stupid because I liked those movies. But. Well, it's actually so it's not even uh, four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine. It's four, five, six, one, two, three. Um, then then they released you know Rogue One and Solo and fucking Mandalorian and and all that other shit. And that's exactly like that's why it's Kingdom Hearts because you have these other movies in between, and you're just like. Wait, which one has to do with what? What about the Star Wars, the Clone Wars animated series? And you're like, that's not optional. That actually is part of the lore. But a lot of people don't watch it because it's on a television channel that they don't get. Which is the equivalent of saying, what about Kingdom Hearts Key? How am I supposed to play this? I don't have any space on my phone. And it's like, it's okay. They offer recaps on YouTube once a month. Yeah. As long as you research. That's honestly like, I commend you for being a part of this fandom because I thought being part of Harry Potter fandom was exhausting with the amount of lore that there is. <laughs> and, and, and you know what? It's actually spanned. So Harry Potter, the first one was written, what, 95, 96? Uh, the first one was published in 97. 97. And, and it was started, she started writing in 1990. Okay, so it's, so it's, it's, so. We'll go off the release dates, because if I start going off of when they started production on this shit, I don't know. No, um, it's, it's been so, around for 23 years. So, yeah. 95, so 90, 97 to, uh, to, to 2007. 2007 was how long the book series ran for. Um, whereas Kingdom Hearts has got 2002 to 2020. We got a couple years on you. No. That's a lot. Yeah. It's a long, long series. So, um, you know what? If you, like, let's say you just ended a really shitty relationship. You're just, you know, your pet passed away. Somebody, you know, moved away that was a friend. You lost your job. And you need some heavy distractions. I've got a series for you. <laughs> And uh, with that, that concludes our part one, which we did not decide at the beginning of episode would be part one. <laughs> it's okay. We'll pick up at Kingdom Hearts 2. We will pick up at Kingdom Hearts 2. Thank you so much. Um, My apologies for that. This was really rough. But uh, what I'd like you to do is just imagine Charlie Day screaming at a board. Yeah. Uh, just imagine a five foot eleven blonde woman who is pregnant. Like heavily in- pregnant just <laughs> screaming and holding plush dolls and like shoving them together to try and emphasize what exactly each part of this game series is yeah about. no like in a poorly fitting suit with a tie like and in a one of those boards with all the, the red lines i'm excited i'm very excited i really wish we could take these pictures <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. okay. all right but yes we'll be back for part two at some point <laughs> yes at some point probably Next week, this uh, this episode will be going up um, probably a few days from when we tape it, and then the next episode will come up the following week. So yeah, all right, bye guys, bye guys.